And there are many people who have no concept of spirituality who have these experiences where for a while the sense of self is just blown away. There's no sense of a person there. But there is something there. That which is not the person is there. And it feels completely natural, wholesome, boundless, pure, happy. So um, then the force of tendencies and conditioning seem to come back in and gradually it seems that re-establish again a sense of ordinary common experiencing then that which was so beautiful is reduced to a kind of memory so wow that was i had this experience once i can't speak about it, it was i felt it was just i was very happy nothing was wrong nothing could go wrong in that state but my mind came back. That's the report of most people. For some, something is so profound about that experience that you can never return to what was before. There will be some change, there will be some change, but you cannot go back to what you were before. Some beings are like that. They, they're in an altered state, different state. And within that new state, they will continue to grow in a different way, maybe a faster rate. They'll move at a faster uh, speed. Um, inside the state itself, there's a very strong pull to keep going. It feels like diminishing or, or giving everything away or let go of the sense of identity. It informs from inside what, what it wants to do. Just like you fall in love, and you just want to fall fully in the love. You don't want to spend your time analyzing love. You just respond. And there are some beings like this. They just fall into that uh, that state of being, and they don't want anything else. They don't see anything comparable. They don't feel anything comparable. Because it's not anything that you can just describe like a feeling of just being happy or something really wonderful happened and so on. It, it, it's no words can really describe it. No words can describe what is there when the ego is absent. No words can describe it. Because when there's no ego sense, no sense of individual me, person, then only the universe is there, acting in that body, borrowing the perfume from that body. And, uh, and expressing through that body. And then the sense of being a person gradually just wears very thin until it doesn't have any significant presence there anymore. Surely sometimes anger may come. Anger can come. Anger doesn't mean you're a person. 
moments of frustration, a little something seems like it just happens, but it cannot grow because there's no there's no person. The person grows a lot of things. It is a very virile garden, but for delusions. And the person is not there. Impressions happen, but they don't stay. They don't grow. They don't grow into a person anymore. And things don't remain uh, as deep impressions in you anymore. Quickly you forget both beautiful and ugly things. Quickly you forget. Because none of them add up to you. Nothing really adds up to, to that. That space which in itself it's not growing like space can you say has space grown over the last 50 million years i don't know who would say some some crazy scientist would have something to say about that as it grown older as it become more tired than it was 50 million years ago in our hearts we know this answer and so that in which even space is perceived what can affect that? Who is going to measure that? Who is going to measure the immeasurable? Only concepts dare to do that. So everything becomes very, very quiet. States which come and go, they are not as yet established. Of course, they are somehow a kind of uh, something must be happening. Maybe the result of your own spiritual striving is bearing some fruit. You may have some some sense of a deepening awareness or something. But if it's not stable, even the awareness being stable or not is an illusion. You're not seeing awareness. Nobody can see awareness. What is the way of knowing? Through the, through the questions such as, where am I? What am I? Can I be perceived? And if you have very strong opinions and judgments and fears, anxieties, deep attachments, then you cannot say that you are the self, because they somehow are the prevailing sort of deities of the of the moment when you realize what is there it's nothing personal then whatever is personal just doesn't have any loudness doesn't have any power even your attention doesn't give it anything at all no interest it just doesn't seem important yes you may because the body is here, language is here, the sense of duality is there. But duality is not your deity. The play of duality is necessarily the expression of consciousness, without which there cannot be experience, and there is the perceiving of that. And there is a gentle acceptance and knowing of all of that. There is no trouble there, no trouble is happening there. But there is an intense self-focus, which is not a strain, not a person focusing on something. The mind really has a chance to to put a word in or to express any opinions of any attraction for you. 
you intuitively know, you spontaneously know, that whatever is happening is only a play of consciousness, only a movement in consciousness, only images on the screen of consciousness. You, you notice even your life also is up there on the screen of consciousness, whatever that life may be. Something is now behind. I'm using the word behind. It's not actually, it's got no behind or in front. Something else is here, which is not subject to change. In itself, it's not growing. But yet there is growing. But that itself is not growing. It's not expanding. But something is expanding. Something is maturing. But there's no arrogance. There's no sense of specialness. Anybody who feel that they are special, they are they are well deluded. To a sage, nobody is special or so unique because they don't know how to compare persons. So how do you tell anything at all? You only need to be concerned about one thing: that everything that you perceive is an image in consciousness. Effectively, it is a kind of um, object. I don't mean necessarily a three-dimensional object, but it's an object in the sense that it is a phenomena, a phenomenon, something perceivable that has a quality, has a taste. It, it appears inside your mind or consciousness, if you want, like that. It comes and goes. Everything is coming and going. But that which recognizes the coming and going try and find out if that is coming and going. While the waking state is present, the witness is relatively functions as the ground of the being. The witnessing sense, or the sense of presence, functions as though it is the stable consciousness. But later on, it itself subsides into nothingness. So the sense I am, the sense of presence, also is not the absolute. In the waking state, it is the master of the waking state. But it itself is not continuous, because in deep sleep it is not there. So though you can say that you are the witness of everything that's happening in the waking state, the sense of identity, relationships, the sense of who you are, and still you're witnessing on the basis that the witness is very still and very stable and is not a person, Yet you're only able to witness like that when you are in the state of the waking state. In deep sleep you don't have that. You don't have that duality. Even the highest expression of duality, it is, it, it is not there like that. And still something is present in which sleep is enjoyed. And people ask, but can that be known? That is really the wrong question. There's nothing apart from it to know it there. Even in the waking state, it watches the waking state and watches the witnessing of the waking state. So therefore the witness, it witnesses the witness of the waking state also. Now we mustn't think that, wow, man, where are you going with all this? It's just so deep. You know? That's also witness, like it's nothing. The waking state is only what we are conditioned to believe it is at, at the, the level of maturity you are at perceiving these things. And the maturity is shaped by how much you recognize that you're the ultimate witness of all that arises in front of you. But this you must not be taken too seriously. It's not the ultimate, it's not the final truth. 
even you in the in the, in the position of the weakness is not the final truth it's very high you may say it is a sattvic identity or mind but it's still ultimately phenomenal also i don't know what is your aspiration inside your heart i don't know for some of you i do but i don't know how far i don't know at what point you cut out some things like some cars at some point when they overeat they cut out can't go any further maybe there's a level with which we are have a deep a deeper commitment to being human but you want to be a spiritual human but still you want something and the one who wants is allowed space to want and to be identified with so the consciousness will go and merge in the position of the one who wants even want enlightenment the consciousness will take the role of the one who wants enlightenment you see it will take whatever role it is given true desire and it will live with that desire inside the desire and aspire for what the desire aims at subtle things and most human beings don't have the aspiration they don't have the depth at at, at any one point in time we stop going further where if you follow what i point if you follow what i point and come to the place where you see that everything whatever it is whatever desire whatever judgment whatever self assessment there is it is still only just phenomenal then at a certain point the 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 attention doesn't keep going there it relaxes back from that because it says okay there's nothing in that direction i want you see because it sees it scans the manifest potential and see that all that can gain in a manifest world is what is manifest in time and space and so it's not real you come to see this thing then it just drops back into itself and it just is just doing this inside itself is just doing this thing uh, i don't know what i'm doing when i say this but it's just kind of doing like this is not doing this is just doing this inside itself something it's like it's when i say it's marinating in itself it's just doing this and by doing this somehow i don't know if it is doing anything but this vibration is there and like this it neutralizes all the all the possibilities gets softened somehow then it has the sense it doesn't know anything at all it it doesn't have any pride it doesn't have it is so happy just being with itself then just in that happiness there's no desire to oh i need to burn this or how do i know when I, all this is burnt already you're on the other side of that long ago now we ask you know but how do i know that if i keep looking will i these answers will no good for you do what you can do now which is to stay and confirm yourself you see is there anything that i can perceive that can take me to truth and who am i that can be taken to truth what stops me from reaching truth is there such a thing is that in itself true who is the me that stopped and what is truth where is truth and you have to stop with these questions don't just say them like where is truth okay but 
together. Now, you must look into it because some power is there is helping you to be pulled into that focus. And then the more deeply somehow your attention goes genuinely into that question, not in your mind, because this question which is looking, you know, but something is feeling, I, I want this, I want this. Is this I itself genuine? Or you may say, it wants this. What is the this that it wants? And the this that it wants, it enlightenment. Like it wants the enlightenment. Okay, fine. What is enlightenment? Oh, it, enlightenment means it wants to reach the highest it can go. Okay? Okay, before I can determine the highest it can go, let me see who is the I who can make it. Look, it's a powerful fascinating. You're not making this up. It's not mental. So, is the most auspicious use of your mental intelligence. It's just looking, you know, who, 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 who wants to do this thing? Who wants to be enlightened? enlightenment? There is something it already is without learning to be it. There is something that you already are without learning any words about it. It has no name like enlightenment or the self or so. It doesn't have these names. Parabrahman, it doesn't know these things. There's something inside is so completely natural. Doesn't matter what language, what what gender you are, so completely natural. It doesn't want to be natural. It doesn't want to be this want to be natural is something it learned in the classroom of the world and the experience, you know, from other people. Yeah. You must want this thing. I want. Yeah, yeah. I want it. I want it. But somebody asks you, "But what do you want? You sure you don't have already? What you're looking for? Because ultimately, you have to only just come to find that you are this thing that you say you want. You already have. Not even you have. You already are this thing. How can it be in this vast universe of potential and everything that the thing is what what you want? You can want so many things. In a way, nothing's wrong with it. You want to be a ballet dancer, you nothing wrong with this. This consciousness is playing with this, through this. You want to be this, and for a while it has to do this. It created all of this. To have the illusion of, of going in this direction, that direction, tasting this, tasting that. For a while it wants to do that. Then after a while it gets tired of this. Even in, even in the childhood state of the human being, it can get tired of all those things already. Because maybe, mystically, it's already exhausted that somewhere inside and no other human being can assess. And it just comes to the point where it just is happy just to be itself. We cannot force this. Now, it may already be wanting to be itself, but a bit confused for a bit. There's a, there's a few people I've met like this. One friend of mine in London is like this. He is already like a monk, but he has the idea that he has to be a certain person in the world. He wants a girlfriend, but no girl can put up with him, and he can't handle them either. But he has a feeling that unless he's done that, he's not quite a man because Maybe as a his father was very strong, very strong man, very powerful man. Had already like three sons, and they're all powerful. Then he had this little weak son. 
a son that's very gentle and soft. And the father said, what, what, what kind of boy is this? He's like a girl. He's so soft. Go, go on, get some muscle. But he's special that he has this beautiful nature. Natural. He has done nothing for it. But he has this thing in the mind that he has to be a man. Understand? So he's tried to do all the things that he see men do. But he's not like this. He's special, amazing. He asked me one time, he wants me to make a portrait. I made a beautiful portrait of him. After three days, he won't put it on the street, leave it on the street. It's completely detached. We were sitting together one morning. He says, oh, you, you, you want to eat something? He was boiling some eggs. You want one? Okay, take one. He put his hand in the boiling water. It's there, boiling water, take the egg out. And Because he was talking to me. He didn't even notice he's doing this thing. But he wants a girlfriend. And he can't get him. feel very frustrated. <laughs> and always he's feeling, i, I got to move. i got to find another place to live. Because he has all this. So this is someone who has to get over this idea that he should be this thing. He's already this thing. We can't see it because he has another idea. I want to be this. I want to be like a man. I want to put some more muscle on. We're all carrying a bit of this. You think we need something, but the something is already there you don't appreciate. Everything you want, the best, better than it is already there with you. But you don't see this. Your eyes go for the candy or something. And then you feel, no, oh, why is life so tough? I want this thing. I can't have it. So you don't know how to appreciate grace. The universe is kind, but you don't know the universe's kindness. You wanted to give the give to you your projections. Maybe there's a clue in there for some of you. You see. If you come just to that place where you are watching, you see that something is watching from here, everything. Initially, it's watching actively what is happening. First, before this, in the state of uh, ego, it's not really watching anything. It watches only stupidly, like as a person watch. Watch other people's business and stupidness. But when it learns to use its mind properly to observe the life a little bit, and to observe means to be a little detached and just watch things as they are, rather than as what they mean for you. Then it begins to feel the distance and that things are not sticking. And that's one of the first great steps because you realize there's something independent of the things seen, that what is being seen and the one who is seeing it is different. That is, there's difference. There's similarities at first, more identity there is then you can say what you're seeing is reflected inside the seer itself. The seer and the seen, they are together working. But as you see with more detachment, you see that the seer itself has no quality, and it's watching quality. When the seer understands it has no quality, what it is looking at loses quality. When it loses quality, the seeing returns to the seer. When the seer's seeing returns to the seer, and then truth begins to reveal itself like that. That's the first thing. When that attention becomes fascinated with itself and it's only staying with itself, 
but it's not selfish it's not a recluse maybe for a while it's like a recluse it, it wants to stay away it starts to love its own presence very much it doesn't love the presence of other anymore it's only the presence of self that is it's still not yet the perfect state when it stays with itself and it looks out it starts to see that there's not other anymore everything it looks at it's, it becomes itself and then it's, it's okay then it's not frightened by the senses not frightened by the sense of others it understands it's a natural functioning of consciousness that duality is not a mistake duality is not a spiritual crime it understands that this is the nature of the consciousness to manifest as multiplicity it feels comfortable it is happy again it's happy again because in this world it can move in much more freedom it judges nothing it pushes nothing away nothing intimidates it or gives it the delusion that it is lost so it welcomes everything as God does God doesn't welcome everything God doesn't know things God just knows God's self so the mind that portion of the mind that has acute mm, and intense identity with specific that div divides things and know them as individualities or something all this gets consumed in that seeing then what are you perceiving uh, you're empty in that emptiness everything is blessed everything is moving if you want to call it everythingness it's moving everything is has its place just through the door it's like somehow like reversing the glove it's beautiful something inside out but there will always so been some like I say some indentations in the glove that doesn't come completely out the pulling of those bits take time this is what we're seeing You're not invested in yourself, in that aspect of yourself that gives you the pleasure of growing. Because you understand, yes, naturally the consciousness must expand somehow in the self-tasting. But that expansiveness does not touch the absolute place of seeing. But both are you, both is yourself. The dynamic manifestation and the weakness of the dynamic play are both kind of one then something slows down the ambition to generate knowledge or to find out more to accumulate knowledge is completely scarce there's nothing to know because then knowledge becomes a kind of like a, a perpetuate duality unhealthily and knowledge is not the highest knowledge perpetuates duality only self-knowledge meaning to understand the nature of the self yeah, makes knowledge uh, a sort of joy it cannot be said to be knowledge in the traditional use of the word knowledge is not like knowledge like that 
I don't know why it's even used as knowledge at all, even. There's just a kind of emptiness there. The emptiness, it can be called also love, if you want. The love is as pure as the emptiness, but because it's abused inside the human field to make it in only into something personal. So maybe it's a bit easier to say emptiness. Love.